Sure, Memorial Day is great, but Memorial Stadium Day, eh, this is Gordon, this is the Other Anthem Podcast. Good afternoon, everybody. It's Rob. Welcome to episode 268 of the Other Anthem Podcast, broadcasting to you from the hashtag OTALA studios, high above the 110 freeway in downtown Los Angeles, California. Thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you so much for joining the show, uh, for subscribing on your podcatcher of choice, for uh, rating and reviewing when that's possible, and doing all the other things that we enjoy that you do. Yeah, and that of course, a weird, that's weird English right there. Yeah, Doing good. all the other things we enjoy that you do. Not the weirdest English thing we're <laughs> going to talk about today. So, uh, and of course, God you can damn find it, more. What didn't did he do? <laughs> you can find more of the anthem at or the anthem on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure you're all right. Well, if you're watching live, you're watching right now at facebook.com forward slash or the anthem, where we do set, uh, send out every live recording of the podcast. Make sure you're following or the anthem for updates on that every single week. And of course, you can find all of the anthem videos at youtube.com forward slash or the anthem, uh, or the anthem.com for everything. Oh, the anthem, uh, and look for an update coming very soon on that particular website. Yeah. As soon as we sort out all the varied affairs of WordPress over the years. All of that. It's, the, uh, it's basically WordPress, uh, WordPress saying, you know what? Uh, fuck you. Um, thanks for coming. <laughs> don't but, move uh, your site. Maybe you should stay. Huh? Maybe, uh, maybe you don't want to go. Maybe, hmm. uh, maybe forever you're going to be here. <laughs> yes. So, uh, but no, we will not. Yeah. We will not. We're well, moving on, WordPress. We're using an uh, out-of-date program to design a whole new website. We picked which, a perfect one that will be not supported in a year. <laughs> but uh, as you say, uh, or as I said, uh, core, uh, not the strangest English thing that we're going to talk about this week, because obviously uh, some strange change things are happening across the pond in merry old England. Theresa May, who... For most of you who don't know who that is, uh, actually, let, let's use this. If you've seen a weird meme of a woman who's walking across the stage going, going like, ah. <laughs> yeah, that's Theresa May. Oh, that was Theresa May at the G8, uh, which was a very important meeting for a bunch of uh, bigwigs when it comes to um, what? Uh, economics? Eight, eight great leaders of the world, essentially. Yeah. Used to be G8 plus Russia. Uh, yeah. Now Russia's not invited anymore because, you know. Pretty who, soon Trump's going to get us kicked out, too. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be the G7 plus uh, nobody. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, Theresa May, uh, who infamously began the Brexit procedures, now out as uh, prime minister of England. Always the funny thing, though, about uh, England is that uh, she says she's out, and then she might not really be out until mid-July sometimes. <laughs> If that, yeah. Fingers crossed. Let's see what happens. So, uh, you know, we have a very American way about things. And what we do is when you resign, you leave. Yeah. Uh, no sticking around. We spend a lot of time and a lot of effort perfecting this system where when you're out, you and you say you're out, good, good riddance, get out of here. We're going to put your other guy in, even if he's Gerald Ford and he's completely un, unprepared for being president you, of the United States. You get in your car, you play, take this job and shove it. Yeah. You do. Donuts in the parking lot, and then you leave. That's the you, uh, American way. Yeah. Uh, if you're Richard Nixon, you get on uh, Air Force One, and you give them the I'm not a crook signal one more time, and then um, you give pretend the, that this is not Give the people what they ever. signed up for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe you reach up a little too high. You get the top tippy tops of those fingers taken off by the uh, <laughs> propeller blades. That would be really nice. But uh, anyway. So, a little um, alternate history there. That would have been. <laughs> but in England, uh, it's a much more uh, long process. Now, while they can, in fact, hold elections far more often, um, and sometimes they do, uh, when somebody steps and sometimes down. Sometimes just for whatever thing that they like. 
Well, uh, we're going to vote on a referendum for this. Tony Blair infamously just as almost a braggart when he had pretty well controlled uh, all of uh, the English parliament would call for elections just because you have to have them every seven years. Yeah. And so by calling it a little early or a lot early, like two years after the last one, you essentially extend the next seven. So if you want to say, uh, hey, uh, maybe things go bad and we don't have an election, maybe uh, that crazy guy over in the U.S. gets us involved in a war in a country <laughs> maybe that things right to, now are looking good and we want to yeah. firm up this seven year sp- stretch right here. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So uh, they did a lot of that. Uh, but now uh, instead of doing a referendum or a vote, uh, Theresa May is going to step down. Uh, and to her credit, and it's a strange thing to say, but to her credit, she's consolidated power so well that there's literally no one who can step up and take the position as prime minister now. Yeah. Uh, which is one of those things where like, uh, they, you, if you ask yourself why dictators stay in power so long, it's because they really just quash any movement to try and overthrow them. And then when you're like an independence movement and you're looking for someone, uh, there's nobody there. Yeah. I'm watching Chernobyl right now. And if you have HBO, you should be watching uh, Chernobyl. I want to be watching Chernobyl too. Have you watched it? No, I, I just haven't. It's, it's another one of those things where I say to Rachel, like, hey, let's watch this. And she's like, yeah, but we should finish Crazy Ex-Girlfriend first. So I'm like, you know what? You're right. We should finish let's Crazy Ex-Girlfriend first. But let's watch Chernobyl eventually. And then like eight years will pass. I'll be like, hey, you know how we never watched Chernobyl? Yeah. Well, <laughs> and then Rob shows you one episode of an amazing Amazon show called uh, The Marvelous Miss Maisel. And you're like, you know what? We should just watch all of that. Let's watch all two seasons of that first. And then to, we'll watch Chernobyl. To be fair, I got into like uh, a huge Bosch. I couldn't sleep the other night. I basically watched an entire season of Bosch just yeah. like laying in bed and i'm like oh man oh, <laughs> this gosh. show yeah i uh, should have given it <laughs> i should have listened earlier so i bring up uh chernobyl because that was the start of the downfall of mikhail gorbachev and it's when he seen and the premiership really seemed like it was able to be taken down yeah uh and before that joseph stalin started this line of people who once you got appointed to that position you were in and that was yeah. it uh and then boris yeltsin who at the time i believe was the mayor of moscow um Basically, he just started mouthing off to him, like after Chernobyl. And uh, lo and behold, 1989, wall comes down, mm-hmm. and Boris Yeltsin's like, you know what? Maybe democracy. Elect me president. Uh, and he celebrated with a drink, and thus began his long downfall <laughs> towards being a red-faced buffoon. Speaking uh, of a uh, mayor named Boris, there, there's a, maybe a chance that uh, on the list for pr- uh, prime minister might be Boris Johnson, former mayor of London. It, it would only it would general only buffoon as well. Like. Yeah, I was gonna say the the English people deserve that. Uh, so so to co- to go back um, for those of us stateside, you may or may not know that Theresa May is the architect uh, in in many ways of the Brexit uh, situation that's handling uh, happening over in the UK. And by architect, I mean she stumbled into a super popular but idiotic um, populist but not in the traditional way populist. Boris Johnson and uh, Nigel Farage. 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 Farage? Farage. I don't know. Farage. I thought it was Farage. Yeah, maybe. Uh, These two guys had two different wings of the conservative party, and uh, they were very very popular in their group, and they started pushing this idea that they should exit the EU. And uh, it was always one of those things like uh, if your friend uh, started railing on about, hey, shouldn't shouldn't we exit the EU? You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Calm down. Uh, just like it used to be that when um, people started talking about making America great again, you were like, oh, yeah, it wasn't ever really great. <laughs> but then all of a sudden, they find themselves in a powerful position, 
and Nigel and Boris are going around the country in a bus that says Brexit now. Uh, and Theresa May says, you know what? This might be a good position for the conservative party to jump on the bus and maybe we win enough support that we can have one of those elections before the seven years is up and mm-hmm. secure ourselves there. Yeah. Um, did not work out that way. Uh, there was an election or a vote, I suppose. And uh, referendum. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, the British people narrowly voted for um, Brexit. And then the next day, the most searched term on Google in the UK was, what is Brexit? And you'll probably remember we talked about this way back when that happened. And you might be asking yourself, hey, I've been following this Half a dozen times since then. Yeah, I've been following this for a long time. When's this going to happen? Well... The UK has been Funny unable. Enough. Yeah, UK has been unable to get their ducks in a row and uh, figure out how exactly they're going to Brexit. Because turns out, separating yourself from a thirty-year union that you've had with a bunch of other countries, not easy. Especially when one of your protectorates <laughs> has a very lengthy land border yeah. with one of these countries, and but a very violent history. Yeah, very violent <laughs> history. And the peace accords you signed to end that violent history require you to do the very thing which separating yourself from the EU will not allow you to do. Go back a few episodes where we talked about the Good Friday Accords and uh, their impact on Brexit. So uh, Theresa May, though, threw her hat into this ring and said, I will get Brexit past Parliament. And then subsequently failed on many attempts Mm -hmm. to get Brexit past Parliament. So uh, being seen as the architect of of, uh, Brexit, even though she really wasn't, it was really Nigel and Boris, um... She said she was, she was just the regrettable messenger who had to try and figure out their nonsense yeah, as the as the conservative party moved to support Brexit. And It'd be like if a friend of a friend called you and said, like, hey, we all took a vote. You're going to be the one who has to run across the freeway. OK, it's like that sounds like a horrible idea. Why am I the person? Well, you're prime minister of this of this friendship. So uh, unfortunately, you're going to have to do the job. We all came up with the idea. But none of us are going to have to be involved in yeah. actually doing it. Just, just you. you. Just, <laughs> just like, well, I guess if I have to, <laughs> I will. Or uh, maybe to use a more recent example, maybe you're the sober friend amongst a bunch of people who are blackout <laughs> drunk. Yeah. And then you're taking care of them. And you're just apologizing the entire time <laughs> as your friend uh, runs roughshod over a bar and like grabs people's drinks off tables and drinks them and generally makes an ass or a... Uh, uh, wreck of themselves and then you're like oh listen uh, i'm not really with them but i'm here taking care of them and uh, i guess i just have to do this so just so you understand chaperone um, yeah so uh at the end of the last brexit the round of brexit meetings uh which just happened Theresa may basically came out and was like i can't get europe to agree to anything that we can get through parliament which means that uh we may be exiting without a deal but what the countries in the EU, eu said is that they will extend the deadline but While they just they won't, figure this out. They won't negotiate to, with Theresa May anymore. So yeah. she's got to go or they need to exit with a plan. And it's weird. Uh, as I said in the pre-show, <laughs> you'd think after getting so many uh, independence uh, notifications over the course of their long life that the UK would be really good at putting together an independence petition. You get a whole but, ton of Dear John letters, and yet you're really terrible at Dear John letters. Very, very weird. Very weird. <laughs> uh, I, I would say that... Uh, what is interesting to me about the British system is that uh, they are very uh, if, if you're in for one job and you don't complete that job, uh, resigning to get a new uh, take on it is like a completely acceptable way of. <laughs> oh, yeah. It. Yeah. So like it'd be like if Trump couldn't get a border wall, like Trump hasn't been able to get a border wall and 
realizes that he's never going to be able to negotiate with Congress. So he just resigns and Mm -hmm. (laughs) just move, move on to the next. We have a new election to determine the person who will be the one who gets the border wall or decides we don't really need. We don't need one. (laughs) Uh, The ironic thing though, is that it would be, you resign, you stay in office. There is a chance, although a slim one that the party realizes we have no one else Mm -hmm. and reelects her prime minister again um, and by resigning, you can kind of put it on your party to say, if you want to go a different direction, now's the time. But if you don't, well, my name's always in the hat. So yeah. maybe you just uh, put it on me. And um, But th- that means when I bring you a deal next time, there's this kind of understanding that it needs to pass. Mm-hmm. You can't put me in as prime minister and then not back the deal that I bring <laughs> you next time. And then screw me over every single time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in the end, it was really what we need uh, from the Republicans to have Trump resign and say, so listen, uh, you put me back in, but just keep in mind, I'm going to bring you that border wall. And the next thing you know, uh, you know, Mitch McConnell's president of the United States. So uh, God help us all. Um, But uh, they're also. I wonder if McConnell has ever done the the thought, like, maybe I could be president. (laughs) Many years ago, probably. Yeah. I I can't imagine uh, now. No, I mean, like, I, there's a there's a part of me that maybe looked at him looking at Trump going like, I well, if he guy. can do it, anyone yeah. can do it. <laughs> and maybe early when they were being a little stalwarty on uh, on mm-hmm. Trump, he might have had a run. But now it's. Yeah. Now. Well, there, I mean, he's also 80 now. something. So like. Yeah. Like that stops people. <laughs> well, no, I'm it's just, just saying, a bunch like, of old <laughs> white men running for president <laughs> right now. So I don't know. Joe Biden. Uh, we talked about in the pre-show meeting. Just a little side note. Joe Biden has offered no new policy and has basically not said what he stands for. Uh, he's just like, hey. <laughs> I'm except, Joe. Except for that the Green New Deal won't work. Oh, yeah. To yeah. which people were just like, fuck you, Joe. Like, you're running as a Democrat. The, <laughs> basically, the one thing you need to do, uh, uh, my cartoon president has basically <laughs> set up the uh, exactly what the platform is. Whatever AOC says, <laughs> we should basically just go out there and say that. She's got the youth. We need the youth. Let's do it. Uh, but they haven't. Unfortunately, so. AOC's platform is like... <laughs> Don't don't be a shill to corporate corporatism and yeah uh, <laughs> they don't know how to do that either so it's gonna be a problem but uh, Teresa May's out uh, and so now there she's resigned but she's still living at Downing Street she'll probably be there until early June and then she'll leave Ten Downing Street which is the White House of the UK yeah. and uh, they'll they'll she'll still hold the position as Prime Minister though until a new person is chosen and if Parliament can't choose a new person then they're forced to do a new election. And it's likely that uh, the parliament's going to change hands if that's the case. The, the other party will just, if you can't get your shit together enough to elect a leader for your party, mm-hmm. the likelihood is we're just going to toss you out. Uh, and it becomes a referendum on Brexit again in a way. You yeah. say, hey, uh, if you put labor back in, well, we're going to end Brexit. So if you want to end Brexit, put labor back in. Right. And now the conservative party's in a bit of a conundrum because they like, uh, so we don't really like Brexit either, but... Uh, can't lose it's the kind labor. of our baby. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of our baby. So we're going to have to eat this, I guess. Um, anyway, so international politics, things we don't get to talk about very much. Yeah. And just uh, we probably should have said this up front. But uh, if you want to know what uh, British politics is compared to American politics, the conservative party is the right wing party in England. Yeah. But it's actually more like Joe Biden. Yeah, <laughs> in America, like that, the 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 policy, the 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 politics are like kind of like Joe Biden, whereas like the Labor Party is the left party, but they're more left than pretty much every single person we have in America. Well, I mean, right? they're very Bernie, they're Bernie-esque, they're a little AOC, Warren. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Uh, I think the major difference is that a conservative party there is very Joe Biden. And much like Joe Biden, they hate people of color and they don't want any new <laughs> people coming to their country. Uh, and then, of course, the opposite party uh, is like, let's open our doors and be friendly to our neighbors and trade mm-hmm. with everyone. Um, and uh, they're also, though, very pro-corporation, even though they're, they're labor. But things you will never hear either political party uh, in the UK say, let's end state uh, state welfare, let's end state uh, health care, let's end any of the state systems to which we are accustomed, uh, because all those things have been accepted. Because mm-hmm. if you run them long enough, they just become part of the country. Uh, and maybe we can learn a lesson from that. Maybe so, not the lesson of colonialism, but the other one. Tell that to Roe v. Wade. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yet another well, state. Listen, it's Roe been v. on the books for a while. Can we just, uh, can we just let sleeping dogs lie? Nah. <laughs> that's that's another thing too. The idea of changing Rather not. the the idea of changing the constitution is a very American thing. They <laughs> they are still living under the rules of the Magna Carta as defined <laughs> by a later outlined uh constitution. So they're like, "Oh, well, you know, uh so about this whole abortion thing." Like, uh, "No, it's uh, personal freedom. It's it's 1261. <laughs> no, it's been around a long time. We're not going to do anything about that." Uh, meanwhile, you got people in Missouri saying, hey, uh, Georgia and Alabama did this really stupid thing. I bet we could double down on it. <laughs> we're going to do this, pass the same law, only we're going to make it effective immediately. Yeah. So, uh, you know, what are you going to do? There's dumb people who are conservatives all over the world. Some of them are in the party in uh, in the some, UK. Some of them are conservatives. Some of them just say they're conservative. Yeah, then yeah. they're really not. Uh, so there you go. Uh, you, do you want to go to Baltimore after that? Is that what yeah, we're doing let's, next? Let's, okay. uh, so let me uh, cue this on up, and uh, we will take a little trip on down to the Baltimore corner. Where you get the straight dope. Yeah. So uh, we want to make sure we cover this today, because uh, for those of you who may not be in the know, Baltimore, uh, we are your local Baltimore podcast <laughs> from 3,000 miles away. Uh, Baltimore still under the cyber attack we've been discussing for the last four weeks now. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, but... There was a, a breaking piece of information in regards to how this whole thing started. Did you hear about this? Well, it's not really breaking. It's uh, okay, okay. a couple days Sorry. ago. Yeah. But Jacuz. Yes. The, the NSA was the responsible party for the software that the that the people are using to hack into all these local governments. Yeah. Funny so thing about that. Somebody, somebody at the NSA figured out some sort of defect in Windows mm-hmm. and was able to exploit it. And then... Uh, that ended up on the internet where people who use it for ransomware decided to infect local municipalities with it. And now everyone's screwed. And now there's, there's conversations that I'm hearing Jack Young is having saying that the federal government should pay the ransom for the, I mean, maybe they should, (laughs) or should pay all the, all the assorted fees that go along with this uh, ransomware attack. And, uh, I don't know. Be, uh, be curious to see how that one turns out. In well, I mean, well, it's Trump in the White years. House. That's not going to, that's not going to. Oh, I know, I but I'm it. saying like, you know, it, 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 the, I think the only way he could possibly do anything is just suing them. Right. I mean, yeah, uh, that would have to probably be a lawsuit against the government. And, and I, in the end, I don't think that there's actually a lawsuit. It's like you, you like, as you're walking into the courthouse to file, that's when the guy meets you and he's just like, yeah. all right, all right, all right. Can we just talk about that? Let's just get this done. <laughs> like, so you need a, you need a red line. Okay. It's going to cost you uh 15 billion. All right, so maybe we give you fifteen billion and five hundred thousand, yeah. <laughs> and we just call it even. We pretend it's not what it is. Yeah, and uh, just because I have an opportunity to say it now, fuck Dutch Rupert's burger because uh, he wanted. To, he was one of the first people who's just like, well, this is the government's problem, and the government should fix it. Yeah, I'm like, motherfucker, we're in this situation because of you. 
You were the co-sponsor of the National Defense and Authorization Act of 2012. Was that the, the one? original one? Yeah, yeah. 2012. 2012, where you gave the NSA carte blanche to do whatever the fuck they want. So mm-hmm. any single problem we have with the NSA has started because of the slippery slope you started in 2012 when you decided to co-sponsor a bill that violated the civil liberties and privacy of every single American, uh, whether or not they did something wrong or not. And uh, go fuck yourself with yeah, a rusty and, spoon. Uh, if you're thinking of yourself uh, or thinking to yourself, it sounds a lot like that uh, picture of Spider-Man pointing at himself. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is. It's like the NSA is going to help us track down these ransomware people. And then uh, it's a little <laughs> monkey looking to the side, coming back. And he's like, yeah, it turns out we found them. <laughs> Figured out exactly how they got Figured in. Figured out where this started. Yeah. Hmm, strange. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, but yeah, so uh, in the meantime, Baltimore is doing basically everything like they did back in 1850. Uh, <laughs> they're approving... Um, like parade petitions and real estate documents and everything else by hand. So it doesn't really matter when you're trying to get a parade going or, you know, if you want to uh, build a new house. But the problem is when you're doing real estate, um, you have to go search through these really old books. And it's something we did in law school where it's like, hey, we need you to trace this property back as far as possible. But then, of course, the professor gives you, like, the one that has been deeded by the king directly to one person. Mm which means it's just books and books and books full of like uh, this person transferred to this person and this person transferred to this person. So imagine you're trying to do that in Baltimore, which has been a city since 1790, something like that. Yeah, I mean. Very early, very early. And you're just digging through a 200-year-old book looking for the name that you just found in the previous very old book. So you can say, oh, yeah, no, we found it. Here it is. It's been transferred all the way back. We have clear title. Isn't that great? Now we have to look at another old book. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, that, that's what Baltimore is doing. So, uh, big thanks to the people who are working there. Uh, no thanks though to the FOP and fuck yourself. That's <laughs> what I say to them. Uh, should we fill in the details a little yeah, bit? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. All right. So, uh, on Friday, was it Friday? Uh, yeah, it was Friday night. Yeah. So, uh, on Friday, uh, something happened at the inner Harbor, but nobody quite understood what was happening at the inner Harbor. Right. Uh, and, uh, there was humongous police presence there, uh, and a tweet from the FOP. God, I should really pull up the the actual. T- you want to pull that up? Yeah, real see, quick a good you're... producer would have had yeah. that ahead of time. I should have thought ahead. about that. Yeah. But, you know, um, basically, what it ended up being was that some uh, woman got mugged, and uh, I think got punched in the side of the face, and uh, got punched so hard that she almost lost an eye or something like that. Here we go. Yeah. To our officers at the harbor tonight, protect each other and don't fall into the trap that they're only kids. Some are criminals. Keep the current policies and consent decree in mind. If ordered to arrest, put the name of the on-scene commander in all reporting. Mike Mancuso. Yeah, who I think is the new like uh, uh, communications director or something like that yeah. for the FOP. But uh, I... I uh, it's one of those things like uh, watch out for the kids yeah. or like don't fall victim to the kids, which is uh, one of those things that's probably best said out or not on Twitter. Like if you wanted to say that to like an officer in person, like, hey, you're new on this uh, force. It's and not per- a kid. Perhaps you don't know. Yeah. But uh, they also use kids because they don't get charged like an adult. So uh, don't immediately see a kid and think that you're in safety. Yeah. But don't like harass kids too. Like that should just be a general rule. Hmm. 
Um, yeah. Wait, none, that's not a general none, rule. What? None, Squeegee kids are like no, the focus of an investigation no, right now. There's no rules. Yeah. No rules, just right. But uh, so the FOP uh, in uh, typical sense backed the blue. I guess that's all we can really expect them to do. Uh, the only labor union in the country I don't back the <laughs> FOP. Ridiculous. Jack Young, by the way, said that uh, they all acted appropriately and he had no problem with what happened. So Yeah. Uh, so just as an aside and just to put that that quote can uh help put it in into focus the fact that uh like 800 police officers responded and people in riot gear and some like riot like Mm -hmm. vehicles which are tanks uh all responded to the inner harbor to drive the youth of baltimore back north into the (laughs) neighborhoods which they belong and uh, i made the comparison uh, in the pre-show meeting we were discussing it and said hey so uh what this really means is you could do all that shit in your own neighborhoods, but don't come down to the nice part of town and do it. This is the green zone. It's safe. Whatever you animals do to yourself, do that up there. Just keep Rob it anybody here. you want on the other side of MLK. Yes. Like, yeah. And leave uh, us alone. It, it, uh, we're going to drive you north, but in the end, it's going to be northwest into Sandtown, Winchester, because uh, that's where you guys belong. Stay over there. Uh, or East Baltimore. You know, eh, who cares? Um, but yeah, uh, the message is criminals live. The message overall is uh, we're not going to stop. By the way, uh, three murders also happened on Friday night. So we're not going to stop the murders and the crime that happened in your neighborhoods. We're going to stop you from being in the places where the tourists and the white people are. That's yeah. really it. Um, and the FOP, of course, uh, basically supporting that and saying, hey, uh, stay safe out there, guys. Don't let that little kid uh, hurt you. So. Yeah. By the way, uh, just another weekly reminder. Everyone, please listen to Undisclosed because the Keith Davis Jr. Uh, season that they're doing right now is wonderful. Yeah. Um, and wonderful in the sense of like, oh, motherfucker, this thing is really bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so four trials now. We're going into trial five. In all four trials, there has been a new star witness for the state because after each trial, one of the police officers has been indicted for something, including <laughs> what we covered today's in, in Monday's episode, which was the star witness in the last trial was a member of the GTTF and was, in fact, a drug dealer in the yeah. city of Baltimore. Uh, so... Weren't they also yeah. part of the unit that was like dropping guns on people too? Yeah, yeah. So that was it. They talked a little bit last week about the uh, drop guns. Uh, yeah. I talked a little bit more about it t- today, but today's episode was focused on who shot first. And uh, by the way, really funny to hear uh, the four different testimonies of people and how the story changes and gets better and more concise yeah. as you go along. And it's like, no, no, we were definitely inside the garage. They found shell casings outside the garage, though. Yeah, maybe they got kicked there. I don't know. Uh, but they definitely weren't shot there. We were inside the garage. We put our eyes on him. Yeah, but the, the witness just before you said that uh, she was in the garage, and uh, when you stepped through the doorway, you fired directly at her. Like, no, no, of course. That's like something we would do. I don't understand. Uh, it's not like I saw a black Ma'am, face. that is against department procedure. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know who you think that. I am, but... Yeah, so I'm not going to do that. My question I, I, really, I really want them to get to is like, who's testifying in this trial? Like all four, four police officers who were first on the scene, no longer Baltimore City police officers because they have been disavowed in one way or another or are looking at significant jail time. Um, but yet the state and Marilyn Mosby uh, continuing to go on. I like how the first they, they played some, by the way, uh, good for Undisclosed too for playing courthouse uh, audio. Yep. Uh, because. Th- that really shines a good light on to what is actually happening here. Yeah. Uh, because the, the, the testimony of the guy from the first trial 
where he like he witnessed the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And they brought him up to the stand and it was like that first episode of the wire where they bring up the witness and then she uh, goes against her testimony her on story. the stand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he, he was just like, it's just like they didn't even bother to like talk to him before yeah. they brought him up there. Can't <laughs> really say, like, man. He's like, is that the man right there who, oh, who robbed, <laughs> robbed the hack? And it's like, no, no, it was another man. <laughs> it's just like, you said it was this man. It's like, no, I said it wasn't that man. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe. Like, uh, well, could it possibly be that man? It's like, ma'am, I'm almost blind. I can't tell you. <laughs> it's yeah. Just like, oh, great. So <laughs> the star witness is exploded on. <laughs> they had him put on his glasses. Like, I'm surprised. And I'm surprised you don't hear the judge like snickering, like <laughs> the line. The line of questioning from the judge afterward, which was like, uh, "Madam State, is this the case we're going to be putting on?" And she was like. No, 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 you're, uh, you're on it. Uh, we have a, a lot of witnesses to support our, our case. It's going to be fine. But they had the guy get out of the witness stand, walk up to the defense table, and put on his glasses. And he still was like, no, no, that's not him. That's not the guy I saw. So sorry. Yeah. Just amazing. Yeah. Uh, and how, like, in the first trial, the description of the guy changed. And then all of a sudden, it's like, uh, oh, new evidence is discovered in between trials. Now all of a sudden, your story's changed to fit the new evidence. <laughs> new Brady violations between trials. <sighs> oh, God. Yeah. Baltimore is a mess. <laughs> it's basically the third world. So enjoy, yeah, so guys. Watch that. Yeah, enjoy, listen guys. to that one. That's that's a good one. Uh, anything else on the? the I mean, FOP is a bunch of crooks, and um, uh, we keep saying it, but we need to take your medicine, mayor, and we need to fire all the cops and hire new ones. Yeah. So, uh, that sounds about it. All right. So let's go ahead and close up the uh, Baltimore corner here. Oh wait. Uh, let me get it actually on. Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and close up the Baltimore corner. We get the straight dope. Yeah. So that was a straight dope. Mm -hmm. uh, now, a couple other things we wanted to get to now that we uh, are through that and only a half hour in. So how about that? I mean, it's been a slow holiday weekend. Yeah. So we figured we'd, we'd uh, there was a bunch of things that just we haven't sort of talked about. Mm -hmm. So we figured we'd run through a bunch of these. Well, let's talk about the holiday weekend first. Okay. Uh, didn't get to really drink or party. It was interesting. I uh, got to relax Wait, a little bit. Wait, did you take bit. Arthur out of the rundown? I did. You want me to? Uh, we should put that one back in. Okay. Well, I mean, I could put I could put Arthur <laughs> back in anytime you want. Uh, so um, here's a question I have for for all y'all out there. Um, I get I like to have a drink every now and again. I mean, I enjoy I enjoy a drink. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm in my 30s. I try to pace myself now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know. It just. It's weird because like I work with 20 year olds and so like on Instagram, it was just like, it's 1030 in the morning. I'm at a pool. I'm clearly already intoxicated. Yeah. It's going to be a long day. But then I checked their story at like 9 PM and they're still out yeah. somewhere. And I'm like, Oh, I don't have the patience for that. Um, I see like Instagram stories of like people at like eight o'clock, like having people like pour champagne in their mouths. And I'm just like, no, that's going to be a bad night. Now, why would you do that to yourself? I don't feel like it's going to be a little dirty and you're going to want to take a nap. Uh, or it's going to be nine o'clock and you're going to pass out in the middle of a game of uh, Uno while with cards in your hand and not really know what's going on. Or you're going to be so drunk that you let Corey come step in with a losing hand and win the game. Win the game again. Yeah. I was so on bad. fire with Uno yesterday. Yeah, it was, good. It was a good run. Um, but anyway, uh, happy Memorial Day. Uh, I pissed off everybody at my work because for our Memorial Day party, I hung a uh, USSR flag and uh, <laughs> people were like, what's this about? And I'm like, well, technically the day is to memorialize the honored dead. Uh, what am I going to do? Hang a uh, American flag? What would be the point of that? Uh, anyway, so I pissed everybody off. <laughs> and everybody like didn't say anything, but then today I heard a little bit of it like, yes, yeah, so by the way, uh, my, dad's, my dad served and... Uh, just uh, yeah, without having an American flag, I just feel like it was a little much. I'm like, did did you bring an American flag? Because I didn't 
you know. <laughs> I happen to have a flag. Everyone I, was welcome to bring their own flag. Everybody was fine. If you wanted to celebrate, <laughs> you could celebrate. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, no. It's We're a BYOF party. Yeah, bring your own flag. <laughs> we, we brought all the alcohol and food. You couldn't bring a flag? <laughs> really? Come on. That's how much you care? Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, so there was a bunch of uh, fun. We- uh, how was your weekend uh, otherwise? Good. Yeah? Yeah. Relaxing? Yeah. Did you get to relax? Yeah. I got to write, too, which was nice. Yeah, no, I, I miss that. I miss writing. I need to do that more. Yeah. Hmm. Sad. Came up with a good story, though, on Saturday night, so we're going to try and, and break that out. Break that story down. Nice. Uh, even though everybody who, I's a- who I've asked has been like, yeah, no, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't. T- if given the choice, I wouldn't do that. I'm like, yeah. All right, so it's going to have to be a good story. I don't really know how I'm going to do this. <laughs> when everybody is literally sitting there at the, in the first 15 minutes like, why would you do that, bro? What? This is really horrible. You don't wouldn't do want to know. <laughs> why would I? I wouldn't want to know that. Don't do that. And then just miserable for the rest of the... Uh, although... We should, we should take a podcast poll here. So, oh, we should. Yeah. yeah. How about that? Let's so, do that. Uh, you have two options. Uh, either you die in a surprise, like happens to pretty much everyone in this world, uh, or some genie or something like that and Rob's world tells you the exact date and how you die. Well, some sort of soothsayer or prophet. Uh, a very, a very pleasant old woman. Very who may pleasant. or may not be a witch. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, tells you, uh, the exact date and time of your death, including how it happens. Yeah. Would you want to know? That's basically the question. I absolutely would. Would want to know. And everybody I've asked has been like, nope. <laughs> I'd rather not. So uh, if you're watching right it's now. It's just going to be really disappointing when they're just like, oh, yeah, Thursday. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna yeah. Cho- you're going to choke on a cheesesteak on Thursday. <laughs> or uh, Sometime around 2.30. Heart attack. Heart attack on a Thursday. <laughs> right. But I'm so young. Well, this is old as you get. Sorry. <laughs> you know when it's going to happen is the day where, like, Roberto's out on set. <laughs> and mm. I'm, it's just me all by myself here. And I'm just like, the heart attack <laughs> hits. And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> Usually there's someone around. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, so if uh, for those who are watching in the uh, in the room right now, if you would want to know the day and time of your death, let us know. If not, let us know. If you're listening to this tomorrow, Wednesday, uh, because, you know, why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have an opinion, you can always uh, let us know on the listener line, uh, which is here. For, for, oh, wait. Nope, that's not the one. Uh, you can send anything to us on social media. and A message is there. And where is the... Oh, here it is. There you go. There's the phone number. 443-219-7595. What's the number again? That's 443-219-7595. Leave us a voicemail saying why or why not or yes or no or whatever you want. And uh, we'll play it on the show. So if you don't want to play it on the show, you better let us know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. right, So through the list. Go ahead. Where do you want to start? Uh, I guess let's just uh, go in order here. It okay. seems like a fine order. Sure. Yeah. So uh, we've talked about enough dumbness over across the uh, with the leadership in the UK. Let's talk about the dumbness in the leadership of the United States. Uh, <laughs> we already talked about Bono. Oh, the yeah, the national. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, so um, I think you had a very apt comparison earlier, which is something along the lines of if uh, you and a friend had a secret about me. Mm. And then all of a sudden, that friend told me what the secret, all of the secrets you've ever shared about, the likelihood that that uh, you would ever tell that friend anything ever again would be about zero. Well, yeah. So uh, Trump wants to declassify all allied uh, intelligence Yeah. Uh, in regards to the Russia probe, I now guess why, in hopes you know of finding like Joe Biden talking to somebody at some point going like, yeah, this Trump guy's a real problem. And it's like, ha ha. Yes, but <laughs> yes, but do you know why? No, not specifically. Okay, I don't he, he wants Bill Barr to be able to go through it all, and Bill Barr is a person of such low character that he cannot get <laughs> a high enough 
classification to be able to see the documents. So they need to be declassified so that Bill Barr over at DOJ can read through them. That's the reason. All right. Uh, <laughs> real quick. <laughs> Let me get you on camera. There you go. Go ahead. <laughs> real quick. Uh, hilarious story. Bill Barr is the attorney general. Now, usually that means that, uh, I mean, there's been a couple instances throughout throughout history where you get uh, a Robert Kennedy or something like that, somebody who who is pretty clearly in the bag. Yeah. Uh, but usually the, the reason why somebody is picked for attorney general is because their standards are so high and their, their, uh, respect for the law is so like unwavering Yeah, that you can trust that you're putting in the best mind to be the person to make decisions on the behalf of the government as to what to, uh, prosecute. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and by the way, uh, Bobby Kennedy, a, besides, besides besides being in the bag and banging everything that walked that his brother wasn't banging, also failed the bar, like the bar several times. times uh, still able to get a security clearance so that he could read <laughs> everything that the president saw. So yeah. keep that in mind. This is what our comparison is right, right. now. Yeah, uh, yeah. So basically, what happened was uh, if, if you go back to the beginnings of the. Uh, Trump Russia investigation. It started when George Papadopoulos got drunk in a bar and talked to a bunch of Australian diplomats about how they had Hillary Clinton emails prior to them being released to the public. If I wrote a screenplay in which this <laughs> was, was the plot, yeah, that was no one would buy it. They'd be like, this is ridiculous. What are you talking about? I'm like, no, it's a true story. <laughs> Uh, anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. And then you got Carter Page showing up like twenty pages later, going like, "Hey, you got any more of them emails?" It's like, get away from here, Carter Page. Uh, no one would. If you saw the movie of the Trump administration, you would just not believe how bumblingly dumb they are and how they continue to get away with everything. By the way, uh, I've I've thought of a new thing I'm going to try with Trump supporters. Uh, I mean, I live in Los Angeles, so I see them so infrequently, but yeah, I'm going to have yeah, to try this like at I home guess, for Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> go home to Dundalk and find some people. Uh, I think, uh, because Rachel hates the Rachel Trump nickname. <laughs> she even, really does. By even the way. though the, the only reason why I ever say it is because she just repeats things yeah, like yeah. Trump will do. Like, it's like, this is a great party, a great party, a great party. <laughs> and so it's like, Rachel, you've said that a couple of times. It's like, well, it's a great party. Great party. Great party. <laughs> uh, or she'll ask yeah, you a question but, that's like a complete off the wall question but, and not related yeah, to what yeah, we're yeah. talking about. But, what I've learned is that even people, not that Rachel likes Trump, but I'm saying like even people who would like Trump will, will be offended if you compare them to Trump. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm going to just start doing things like, you know what? You get it because you're good looking like Trump. It's just like, well, <laughs> the fuck? Uh, how dare I, you? Trump is not a very good looking person. Why do you say it? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I thought you liked the man. I, I mean, you uh, seem listen, like you got a good head on your shoulders like Trump. I, uh, you are so smart. Just like Trump. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you calling me stupid? Oh, I don't know. Are you calling the president that you follow stupid? Is it an insult to have your intelligence compared to the person you elected to president? Mm. Answer these questions. If you're embarrassed by the fact that I've compared something about you to the president, then you got a pretty bad, 
president. Governor. Yeah, you like shouldn't that. be voting for the person who's doing this. And <laughs> and just I, you know, I, I I mean looks, I guess you could you know there's you know like uh, if you were just like uh, the the Richard Nixons of the world wouldn't nah, like yeah. you know. But uh, and Richard Nixon did know statecraft for what it's yeah. worth. Uh, at least he knew what the fuck he was doing. Yeah, I mean he was trying to get around the rules all the time too. But at least he knew what the fuck he was doing. He knew okay. the rules before he started playing. Side note. Ben Carson used to cut people's brains open and he is so ill prepared for the job that he currently has that I, it, it boggles the mind how unprepared he is for the job. Can we, uh, uh, I'd like to take a quick moment of if Katie Porter was a man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cause so basically what happened was, uh, Ben Carson was in front of Congress testifying about something the head of housing and urban development mm -hmm. for the trump administration yeah yeah uh and uh katie porter of orange county was uh grilling him and she brought up reos which is a uh very important term in real estate i yeah. guess it would be like rebounds in basketball like, yes it's, yeah it's something that if you know anything about basketball you should probably know this i don't know anything about real estate so i don't know about mm -hmm. it but Ben Carson, who is the head of her housing and urban development, should absolutely know this term. Yeah. And she says, I want to talk to you about REOs. And then he goes, Oreos? And then she looks at him like, really? <laughs> but you like, think? you can, you, if you look at her face, like in the seconds that follow it, you can do this, you can watch her brain moving, going like, oh man, I could fucking smack you down <laughs> so hard right now. Yeah. Like, I could just like, hit the mic over and just like folded arms for a minute and just be like, <sighs> do you think we'd be talking about Oreos? Do you right want to? Yeah. What, what part of Oreos do you think work into this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> but like the problem is, but, yeah, but exactly. the problem is that she's doing the calculus in her mind of like, if I say anything, yeah, yeah, then I'm going to hear about like, I'm going to be like a fucking meme tomorrow where it's just yep. like fucking Katie Porter, fat Katie Porter talking about, Ben Carson. It's just like, of course she asked about Oreos. Yeah, look, at Carter, look at her. She likes Oreos. That's, that's why Ben Carson said it. <laughs> but you could like literally watch like her eyes going like, how do I say this without like just becoming like a fucking thing? Like, like how do I, how do I minimize my impact on this moment? Yeah. I want the Oreos <laughs> thing to be the story, not me cursing out <laughs> Ben Carson on the floor of Congress. Yeah. You, Cause the story becomes about you when it's just like, so I want to talk to you about Oreos. Oreos? Are you fucking stupid, <laughs> sir? <laughs> oh, she just called him stupid right there. <laughs> Clearly, she doesn't know he's a brain Katie, doctor. Katie Porter called the brain doctor fucking stupid. <laughs> to be <laughs> fair, we've been calling him stupid for a really long time yeah. since the uh, since Corey backed him in the uh, primary. Actually, <laughs> that was Corey's choice for president at one point. No. Ben Carson, I think the guy was... you saw ask a sitting senator. <laughs> If she meant Oreos during his testimony was Corey's choice for president at one point. I don't remember when that was. Very early on, where you were oh, like, like when there hey, was like you know, 15 uh, people. Ben Carson, he's from Baltimore, wouldn't be so bad. Uh, he's a brain I think doctor. I, very I think smart. I did the I think I did the thing where I was like looking down the list. I'm like, Trump no, Jeb Bush no. It's like I have four names to choose from. Okay. Uh, ben Carson, uh, brain four doctor. people I don't know anything smart. about. These are yeah. these are the four choices. He's gotta be smart though, right? He was he cut open kids' heads. He's gotta be nope. Turns out that <laughs> apparently doesn't require any kind of real intelligence, just being a good doctor. Yeah. So, um anyway, so uh where how do we get off on that? I don't uh, Ben Carson and uh, Trump's dumb and oh uh I did want to say I got shit a couple weeks ago. 
you guys will remember uh, three years ago when we were still doing this podcast and Obama was in office, uh, I talked just as much shit about Obama and his people as I do about Trump. This is not a conservative or Democrat thing. This is a, hey, why do we elect such dumb people and why do they put even dumber people in charge of things? <laughs> Has nothing to do with party. I, I love that I can live in a political ideology where my conservative father and my Democratic mother both argue with me all the time. Yeah, yeah. There you I go. think that's the sweet spot where, like, I can, I can like, uh, look at AOC and say, like, she's really got it going on. I disagree with her a lot. Yeah. But I like her. And she's and activating then, the populace, which is really and, what you And, like, for. somebody will, like, hear me say that and just be like, oh, you like AOC? It's just like, yeah, I fucking like her. I don't know what you... Yeah. I don't know what you but, of course, somebody like, else is like, there's been what do you mean she doesn't have a brilliant idea that'll save the country? Like, uh, <laughs> like okay, just wait. like there was a lot of people who were Republicans and voted for Obama because they liked him. Like, they just watched him and they're just like, oh, I might not agree with him on everything, but I like this hmm. guy. Also because uh, John McCain chose Sarah Palin as <laughs> his running mate. Oh man! So there was remember, that. remember, remember that was a thing. Remember that when the shocking new low and Sarah Palin was a heartbeat away from maybe being elected president. Oh, dear God! <laughs> All right. So uh, other things, other dumb things that have happened. <laughs> um, Richard Nixon said that he believed that the president was above the law. Yeah, that the law shouldn't apply to him. And everyone said, "Hey, uh, that's not true." And he resigned, which then said about forty years of precedence that the president is not above the law. And in yeah. fact, Republicans impeached a president for not being above the law. Mm -hmm. And now we've come full circle back to another Republican president who he and his administration have basically said, uh, you can subpoena uh, people if you want. We are not showing up for those subpoenas, which uh, I'm years, uh, I'm enough years old to remember when ignoring a congressional subpoena would get you put in jail yeah. until you uh, donned your suit and came on down to, to uh, Washington for a, uh, an interview. But apparently that's not how we do things anymore. So, yeah. Did you read any of the stories that were written about like Hope Hicks, like ignoring a subpoena? Yeah. Where it's yeah, just yeah. like, sweet old Hope Hicks, she doesn't need to come in. What's she know about this whole thing? Motherfucker, she was one of like five people in the room. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, yes, like, <laughs> subpoena her. It's still like, uh, the fact that that bar was like, no, I talked to the Senate, I'm good. Yeah. Like, no, no. <laughs> Not how Sorry, it works. Not? Yeah. By the way, uh, for all of uh, you. By the way, I like I like all the like conservative. There's like Trump judges that th these uh, subpoenas are like going through because like people are fighting the subpoenas. Like yeah. Barr is fighting the subpoena, and then uh, the issue goes in front of like a federal district court judge who Trump nominated, and then he's like looking at it, and he's just like, "Yeah, if Congress says you, that you gotta go. go, I don't know what." You know, go and plead the fifth, I guess. But I mean, what do you like, want me you know, to rely on to not make you show up for a subpoena? I don't really understand. Uh, I'd rather not end up there myself. I'm gonna uh, try that next time that, like, you know, like I try and get served with something, like, elsewhere. Like, no, thanks. No, it's like I'm the good. state of court, California would like you to appear before the judge. I'm like, eh, nah. I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> I don't really think it benefits me in any kind of way, so I'm not gonna do it. And uh, just for those Trump administration people who may hear this, uh, the one thing that Trump cannot actually get you out of trouble for is a con contempt of Congress because there's no judge. You yeah. literally just go sit in jail until you comply with what Congress asks. And uh, I'll take you back to the 1930s when there was the um, blacklist trial or the blacklist hearings I, in, uh, I mean, in like, D.C. I, uh, 
I get that like Pelosi is on this line where she doesn't want to impeach Trump because she knows it's not going to get voted like, you know, it's not going to pass in the Senate. Yeah. Uh, and she wants to do things like have all these people testify in front of Congress so that we can she can air all the dirty laundry out on on the airwaves. But like you also have to like event. I mean, like basically Trump's doing this game of like make me. It's like, yeah. OK, <laughs> like at a certain point you have to be like. All right, uh, Barr, you have until Tuesday to testify in front of Congress. If you're not in court, if you're not in the House on Tuesday, then you're going to be arrested on Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, and you're going to stay in jail until you decide that you want to testify in front of Congress. And go, so make your decision as to what you want to do. You will go straight Rather, from jail to Congress to yeah, testify. There yeah. will be nothing in between. We will put you there in your jumpsuit, like your orange jumpsuit. Uh, for those of you who are following uh, pop culture, it would be as if uh, what Nancy Pelosi is doing would be as if. Uh, Thanos went and collected all the stones and it was like, pretty. And then just went and retired somewhere. And it was like, what did you do all of this for? Just lived on a planet all by himself. There's there's no plan. Like, why would you drag people in front of Congress when you've basically said we're not going to impeach him? We just want to embarrass him. Okay, great. So you just threw your daughter off a cliff. Spoiler alert. And, uh... Yeah, I'm just going to go home. I'm going to retire. <laughs> going, back, going back to all the cart- our cartoon president things where it's just like, it'll involve us doing something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's basically how it feels. So, um, but it, guys, uh, and I, I, don't but, ignore any subpoenas, I, but especially don't don't ignore ones from Congress. Also, that's also Nancy Pelosi, just as as a thing, we, we've had our issues in the past, but you're also, you know, the Speaker of the House in the most secure Democratic district. Yeah. In the history of the world, like it, just fucking. <laughs> I mean, like just fucking lay down the law. Like, what? What do you think? The only thing that could potentially happen to Nancy Pelosi is somebody from her left runs and beats her. Yeah, like an AOC of San Francisco runs mm-hmm. and beats her. And I'm not. She should be worried about that. I'm actually. not putting that out yeah. of the likelihood. Uh, but there is a Tom Wilson. You guys don't know who Tom Wilson is, but uh, Tom Capital, Hanks. Capitals forward Tom Wilson? No. no. Uh, Tom Hanks, uh, who Corey loves every performance of his, was in a movie back in the mid-aughts called um, Tom Wilson's War. Charlie Wilson's Charlie War. Wilson's War. Yes. Charlie Wilson is who I meant. Uh, and basically, it was a guy who was a God-fearing, abortion-hating, gun-loving Texan. And he was in a district full of white people. And basically, all he had to do was be alive and they put him back in office. They put him back, they put him back like 20 times or something ridiculous like that. Like he spent 40 years in Congress and, um, he's the guy who got us into Afghanistan, uh, fighting the Soviets because he owed every, he owed no one anything and everyone owed him stuff. It was Mm. like, Oh, you need a vote for that. Well, I'm just going to take your IOU and put that in my pocket. And then he called all of these IOUs to start a war in Afghanistan. That is essentially Nancy Pelosi. She like just has to show up. Yeah. Now, I mean, at this point, a communist, a real true blood communist may run in Berkeley and beat her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but up until this point, she literally just showed up and she won every time. So you have all this political clout and you're just like, I just like to hold on to it. I, uh, I don't want to do anything. I'm terrified of losing it. Yeah. Like- so, uh, and then you're probably going to lose it anyway, just because. But yeah, screw you, Nancy Pelosi, honestly. But I mean, like uh, the other part of it is like, Congress hasn't done anything for, you know, a decade and a half here, right? Like realistically hasn't 
been doing their job for like a decade and a half. Sometimes you get two years where it's the president and all of Congress. Yeah. I think Obama had everybody for two years. Yeah. And we did a lot of good stuff and then it all kind of went downhill. So. Yeah. And then the next 10 years were about turning over everything, single thing that yeah. he did. Well, he, he spent like, those two years getting Obamacare passed and instead of giving us a good bill, gave us a bill that even the Republicans would vote for. And then they see, ran on hating it. And see, but it's him. because the Democrats, like I've said a million times, the Democrats said, there's no way we're going to pass this Obamacare bill. So let's water it down a little bit. Yeah. And then they ended up negotiating against the watered down version of the bill. And uh, by the way, they had the majority in all the houses. Yeah. They could have said, you know what? Medicare for all. If we're going to have to stand on something in two years, let's make it something ridiculous like yeah. Medicare for all. But they didn't. They watered it down to get Republican votes and then Republicans ran on. We don't like Obamacare anyway. I like when when people were talking about Obamacare, you were talking about Medicare for all. And yeah. everyone was just like, oh, well, that's a bridge too far. And now 10 years later, everyone's just Here like, hey, are. this Medicare for all thing sounds like a wonderful you know, idea. If people <laughs> just listen to me more often, I've been talking about the same shit since 2002. And by the way, I'm going to continue to talk about the same stuff. If anything, I'm moving to the left, which certainly doesn't help my argument, but it does make it crazier. But eventually, <laughs> y'all will come around to me. All right. Again, let me just make this pitch one last time. Benevolent dictatorship. You just put me in charge 18 years. I will voluntarily give up power after 18 years. But after 18 years, you'll want me to stay because it'll be such a paradise at that point. All the children running up. Well, see, that's why you need 18 <laughs> years because you get a whole generation who grows up with you. And then they're like, no, I mean, why wouldn't we vote for him? He's always <laughs> been the president. My life has been pretty fantastic. And my parents were uh, living in the basement of my grandparents' house. That's where uh, yeah. I grew up for the first six years. And now they have a house and I have a house. And we bought my grandparents a new house, and we just keep the old house as a, you know, a memory center. We just wanted to keep it there. So now there's four houses and three families. Rob has done a great job, <laughs> and my picture will be up in every household. Yeah. <laughs> I'll start and a little shave core. your head. Yeah, just, I'll start a little core of uh, young people. Shave your will, head, grow goatee. And maybe I want to go to war somewhere, and all of a sudden everybody's just volunteering. They're like, "Hey, if he wants to go to war there, it's probably a good idea." Turns out that somewhere's Texas, and we just <laughs> Let's creek the whole place. Anyway, uh, moving on. Let's speak of the war. Uh, U.S. Army. Yeah. Uh, very patriotic. Uh, obviously, it's Memorial Day weekend uh, for those idiots out there. Memorial Day is where we remember the people who died in war. Yeah. Veterans Day in November is where we remember people who've served in war because you guys don't know the difference. But uh, the U.S. Army tweeted out because apparently the U.S. Army doesn't understand the difference either. How has being a soldier changed your life? Happy Memorial Day. They got a bit of an unexpected response. Yeah. When 40,000 tweets in response or something like that, the vast majority of which were uh, things along the lines of, oh, I've made a lot of great new friends. When I have to go to physical therapy every week for the rest of my life to learn how to walk again, I just love the guys there. It's like a camaraderie amongst us. Or, uh, or you know, uh, growing up, up without a father made me tough, and it gave me something to talk about on my college essays. Like, that's basically what they got uh, in response to their tweet. And uh, I wonder if somebody got demoted for that. You feel like that? You know, it's like, why would you put that on Twitter? Do you not understand Twitter at all? You don't understand how it works. It's not good. Even conservatives were just like throwing hate because that's what you do on Twitter. Well, also, it doesn't help when the. <laughs> All the wars of my lifetime, and I'm 35, have been spectacular disasters. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and I mean, like, we could go back further if you wanted to include people who were Vietnam War people yeah. in with that. Uh, so 
there hasn't really been a lot of like uh we fought for something like you know if we defeated the Nazis, then yeah. I think people who were having trouble walking and going to physical therapy wouldn't feel so bad about it. Yes. Like You've they would got be- a chance to beat Nazis again <laughs> right now. Sorry. Yeah. If there was, if there was a, if there was a uh, toppling Hitler involved, then I'm sure that uh, all the veterans would be a lot happier about the fact that they're okay. living in. Hear me out. Benevolent dictatorship. It gives you an opportunity to topple a dictator. Yeah. It's like the best of both worlds. Now, I will violently put down your insurrection uh, and put you all in camps. But you'll have a chance to do that, right? It'll be, uh, it'll be like 1944 all over again. Oh, man. Speaking of the army, too. Yeah. Uh, also, apparently, there's new transgender policy oh, yes, that uh, yes. basically involves uh, don't ask, don't tell coming back. Or... Uh, Hey, you're allowed to be transgender. We're just not allowed to know about it. Is basically the other I version think of they can know about it, but it's like we're just gonna ignore it. You can tell us that all you want, but you're still gonna shower in your birth gender and you're gonna move with your birth gender unit. And if you were born male, you have to go to the front lines. If you're born female, you don't have to go to the front lines. Um, that kind of thing. So. Or the uh, I thought part of it too was the like. Uh, stop the any kind of like hormone treatments. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah like, you have to go back to looking like your right. uh, gender of birth. Mm -hmm. So, uh, which means, by the way, if you're born male uh, and you've grown your hair out, you have to cut it to the high and tight. If you're born female and you've been living as a male, you have to have that like over the ear look that yeah, yeah, the yeah. females have. So, you know, completely life changing for, for many people. Yeah. Um, and the whole, the end result, the whole point of don't ask, don't tell was to get gay people not to serve. We don't want to deal with the problem. So, you know, you want to live out great. Don't come in our military and this will have the same result there. So yeah. sad. Um, skipping on, skipping on to gay issues there. Just yeah. I was quick. gonna say, let's stay on that. Uh, there was a uh, quite a row going on. I won't name names, but, uh, Roberto Arizona <laughs> about, uh, the episode of Arthur where, uh, was it teachers? I don't know the... Yeah, uh, Mr. Yeah. Radburn is Arthur's teacher, and he was getting married to his longtime boyfriend. <laughs> Roberto's giving <laughs> me the finger from off camera. Uh, listen, uh, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but So Mr. Radburn uh, got married to his longtime boyfriend on the show, mm. and it was kind of known that um, he was gay yeah. and that he had a boyfriend, but this was a bridge too far. How dare you? show a happy homosexual couple get <laughs> getting married. Um, and as Roberto would say, listen, it's population control. Because somehow that <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> we already got you on record. There's no reason to fight it now. Now it's, hey, listen, it's not just... All right, let's, let's stop throwing Roberto under the bus. <laughs> no, I... I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I would like to say that uh, the people arguing this... Uh, need to I don't know chill the fuck out or something. <laughs> yeah, because like yeah, yeah. I like so I spent all day today doing interviews at the Hollywood LGBT Center mm -hmm. where they were talking about like what Pride means to them and stuff like that because the Pride Parade is coming up here shortly. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, and because it's their fiftieth anniversary, they're going. They're sort of like the uh, uh, what do you call it? Like the the most important person in the parade. Uh, like the Grand Marshal? Yeah, Grand Marshal of the parade. Ah, uh, the big brain on the <laughs> uh, They, uh, yeah, so, like, I'm hearing all day about, like, how being able to see 
somebody who looked like you and was gay and was thriving and uh, everything like that just made you feel more comfortable to be who you wanted to be. Like, I, I hope that uh, kids these days can get to these positions where they feel comfortable being whoever they want to be as early as possible because I lived with so many kids who had to hide what they what they wanted yeah. because they were worried that their parents were going to kick them out of the house or uh, they would live on the street or whatever might befall them from that kind of thing. And, you know, in a lot of cases, it, it worked out that, you know, that there was no, like, you know, the parents were accepting and in the end it all worked out. But, like, there are many, many situations where that's not the case. Yeah, and yeah. I think that uh, it's good that we have something like this. And I think every anyone who's freaking out about it needs to, like, chill out a little bit. Like, yeah. It's yeah, it's a little bit much. Uh, in the end, uh, it's about representation. And uh, this is just another representation. And by the way, um, we have gay people now. And up until this point, the only thing they showed on TV was heterosexual marriages. And yet mm-hmm. there are still gay people. So the dumbass argument that some people might make about how this will somehow cause more people to be gay, I don't understand. I personally uh, don't. I, I, I just. The number of people that I've talked to who are who are gay and talked about like when they realized it. Yeah. Like that. You know, that that's just sort of normal. Like, it's not like you're keeping anything from somebody. They're thinking about it before yeah. an Arthur episode comes on, if they're feeling that well, way. You know, like, most of the people I know knew they were gay before I knew I was straight. Yeah. I was just did not care about girls. I was doing my own thing and reading books and making science experiments and playing baseball. And then all of a sudden, I'm just like, oh, hey, she's cute. Bam, puberty hits. <laughs> but most of the people I know who are gay will tell me that, like, it's the kind of thing where... Maybe I didn't know what it was to be gay, mm. but I knew that I was gay before. I knew that I was different than the way everyone else felt. When yeah. everyone else was like, hey, I would like to let me go take this girl out on a date. I'm like, nah, I don't really want to do that. Now, I didn't want to do that either. <laughs> I wasn't gay. I was just, you know, a nerd. <laughs> busy, um, busy with your own things. Busy with my own things going on. But uh, yeah, if you think Arthur, an, Ar- an episode of Arthur is going to somehow make kids gay, uh, I just want you to go back and listen to every argument for why a total abortion ban should be legal and just realize that is how you sound. Uh, you sound dumb. You sound, you know, uh, uninformed as well as uneducated, I should say. Not just dumb. Uninformed, uneducated. And it sounds a lot like, uh, you know, growing up, I grew up in the church. And uh, it sounds a lot like the arguments people make when, uh, when they're like, Earth 6,000 years old. And I'm like, yeah, but uh, dinosaur bones. Oh, well, the devil put those there to trick you. I'm like, hold up. Uh, <laughs> Earth is 6,000 years old. It's an awful lot of bones. Yeah, uh, and we're just we're finding stuff that is varying ages of millions of years old. Yeah. Um, finding human skulls that are yeah, older weird. than 6,000 years. The devil's tricks, so we have to watch out. But that's, I mean, that's how I, when I hear people arguing against it, that's how it sounds to me. It's like, I don't even know how to put together an argument against it because uh, the end of Billy Madison... What you've said is so dumb uh, that at no point did you stumble upon anything that could be thought of as a coherent thought. Uh, we were all stupider for being for having heard it. Uh, may God have mercy on your soul. That's how I feel for most of these arguments. But uh, one also, la- also sorry, just, yeah. just as the final point there, uh, I find that uh, the first time you meet somebody who is different than you, 
you yeah. become more accepting of that. Oh, yeah. Than, like, I remember, like, the first time that I met somebody who was, like, black or something like that. I'm just like, oh, hey, you're exactly like me in every single way except for you're black. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, so there's no difference between <laughs> between us. Strange. All the racist yeah. kids come from schools where they're not exposed to people who are different. Than yeah. Them. And it's like when I first met my first gay person, I was just like, oh, you're exactly like me. Only you happen to like men. Yes. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Well, let's let's have fun. Like, do you like baseball? <laughs> well, we are gonna get along really well. I don't really care who you want to fuck, so long as you're an <laughs> Orioles fan, uh, Yankees fan. Okay, you're dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you and your lifestyle. <laughs> not not for your lifestyle, uh, unless we're considering lifestyle. lifestyle I didn't mean the gay thing. I meant the Yankee thing. That's <laughs> yeah. sick and depraved. <laughs> That's what that uh, if we're doing, if we're going to do anything, yeah. we're going to, if we're going to fight about Arthur's teachers getting married on, on a cartoon, they had Yankee hats. I'm going to talk about all the people who are wearing Yankee hats on TV. That's sending an awful message to my children. Well, I was going to say, you've been very supportive of the Arthur episode, but, uh, the wedding was in, uh, white and pinstripes and they did wear oh. Yankee hats. So oh, death to them both. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so one last thing before we get out of here, because we're now over time. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about the Facebook issue. Okay. So we're broadcasting on Facebook. Obviously, we love Facebook. <laughs> Except for their har- their mobile app is harvesting data from millions of people and giving it to hundreds of companies. Um, so basically, your cell phone company knows everything about you. Because Facebook requires so much access to run that it gets all this data that it doesn't need. And then it voluntarily shares it with your service provider. So yeah. Uh, listen, Verizon, about those things you were seeing. Um, show, show of hands. Anybody surprised? <laughs> yeah. A lot uh, of hands going up in this room. Most uh, evil corporation in the country does an evil thing. <laughs> Color me surprised. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and yet it's like, I'm not going to delete the app because all we've learned about Facebook, but uh, I'm in the Google environment now. I'm running Google <laughs> OS uh, on a Google phone and windows with my google chrome and all of my google google apps and we're months away from the leak that alphabet is just doing the exact same thing yeah. um and that uh what else do i use on what, what do you use regularly on a phone facebook uh instagram twitter. is facebook yeah. twitter well first of all we know twitter's racist and they will <laughs> absolutely give up maybe because i'm white maybe they don't but the things i say probably anger them um see i feel like twitter can't fuck around with this stuff as much because they could lose a whole lot of people like yeah, I guess Facebook could, could literally just like post your private conversations on like a screen in Times Square oh, and like on. people would just be like, oh, man, but I don't want to get rid of Facebook. Damn. But if it finds out that like Twitter gave up your name, just your name, no other to information account. Yeah. yeah, to your service provider, you're like, fuck Twitter forever. I'm out. <laughs> I'd be like the uh, pornocalypse on uh, Tumblr. Like no more porn <laughs> next day. No more users, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about your luck. Oh, oh, hey, no. what's up? That's well, us. The, yeah, the you thing. can hear us. Hold on. Hey, there we so go. So what happened was my computer fell asleep, and then when I woke it back up, it didn't mute. So, mm. oh, so that one wasn't a dial problem. That was no, a, that, was uh, a, that was a letting my computer actually fall asleep problem. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. so, so uh, just so you know, Facebook's gathering hundreds of uh, data points, sharing them with your internet service provider, so maybe be careful about what you look at on your phone. Uh, in another note, uh, I'm friends with somebody who works at Facebook, and uh, they let me know that you are all disgusting. <laughs> disgusting people. Just so you know. 
Especially you, Corey. <laughs> I know what kind of point I like, you I like how uh, we start this episode going like, fuck Dutch Rupert's Burger. <laughs> and then at the end, it's just like, yeah, and so here's what Facebook was thinking about when they were trying to do this whole <laughs> share all your information with your service provider. No, no, they're evil. But it's like, what am I going to do? Get off Facebook? No, I like talking to my mother. Otherwise, I'm not going to talk to her at all. What am I going to call her on the phone? Is it 2003? No. This is where I find jobs. I'm going to FaceTime her on Facebook. That's it. And you can't get rid of Messenger. You can't have Messenger but not a Facebook account. So yeah. you're stuck. You're in the environment. Yeah. And Sorry. again, Sorry everybody's about your luck. doing it. Everybody's doing it. Google's doing it and Twitter's doing it and everybody's doing it and you're stuck. What are you going to do? Yeah. Not use social media? <laughs> <laughs> incognito <laughs> is not so incognito, boys, just so you know. Uh, anyway. it, just, it just doesn't keep the web history. That's all I need. Oh, yeah. The bookmarks. The days of me deleting bookmark or uh, uh, the uh, file browsing yeah. history is way over. Thank God. Thanks to the incognito mode. Now, the FBI knows of all the perverted <laughs> shit that I'm into, but at least my girlfriend does it. And that's the most important thing. It's like uh, all the all the people I know who like search porn on their like regular browser without incognito. I'm just like, you're brave, sir. What are you doing? <laughs> if Rachel was ever to find out that I, I was into skinny black girls, it would be to, over. Hit F on the keyboard and it's just like fucking chicks. <laughs> like that's a weird auto. <laughs> oh, I only man. search for that. Three, four, five times a day. I don't know. <laughs> Why would you want to feel that? <laughs> I'm on Facebook don't five times a-, a day. I search for fucking chicks like 15 <laughs> times a day. <laughs> Thanks for being a predictor. Listen, <laughs> Google, maybe stop trying to be like my girlfriend. Stop finishing my sentences before uh, I'm ready and don't call Let me, me a get bitch. two characters <laughs> before you start making assumptions. All right. Uh <laughs> You know where you can go where we never make assumptions about what you're about to type? Where is that? Oh, the anthem.com. Corey did the anthem.com or the anthem on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the listener line, 443-219-7595. What's that number again? 443-219-7595. And you can find more of me at my website, CoreyBakerFilmmaker.com. Uh, movie reviews on the YouTube page. Um, just did the one for John Wick. Just did the one for, what was the other movie we just saw? Shit. That we just saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are we going to see on Saturday? You didn't go with us. We went and yeah. saw uh, something else. Booksmart? You could do one on Booksmart. Uh, I'm going to do one on Booksmart uh, and have it out on Thursday. There's another. Anyway, doesn't matter. Stuff's coming out. <laughs> uh, you can find more of me at facebook.com forward slash Corey Baker Film or at LegendCB5 on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. And of course, remember, uh, all of the YouTube video reviews are available in podcast format. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you check out the website and you can get links to that. Yeah. So uh, if you want to listen to it on the go, like while you're in traffic, you want to know if you should see Booksmart, then uh, feel free to download the podcast version at Corey Baker Filmmaker Movie Review Podcast. Uh, I do find, by the way, uh, that I have uh, completed watching a lot more, Not, or completed the reviews a lot more now that I've found them on podcasts. Yeah. Because often uh, I don't want to fuck up your SEO, so I'll listen to a little bit of it and then I'll just mute it and let it run so that way your runtime is always the full mm, video. I appreciate that. Well, if yeah, all, um, if only all my friends were like this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then like I'll tune back in. Like I'll have it running and something will draw my attention like you put a graphic up or something and I'll be like, hey, what is he talking about? And I'll go back to it. But it's just like, uh, you know, it. Uh, oftentimes I'm not also sitting at my computer and yeah. I don't want to well, walk Well, I mean, it's also a lot of talking to screen. Because yeah. I, it's not worth like just having like the copyright hits for showing like a little bit of the trailer or some yeah. nonsense like yeah. that. So all the big bucks that you're getting on those videos, you don't yeah, want to give I it know, up to the, exactly. 
yeah. Um, but yeah, so check it out on podcast form. It's uh, easy listening. Corey has a very soothing voice, if you haven't heard on this podcast. It's 10 to 15 minutes, usually. Yep. Yeah. And uh, it's a good way to consume it. And if you listen at 1.9, you can usually get two done on your commute. <laughs> if only he did two a week. We yeah. try to. Yeah, you know. I just got to see more movies. Yeah. Hmm. If only we had a way to see three movies a week and uh, do that easily. Hmm. Let's go tomorrow. Oh, hey. All right. right. I'm done. All right. And you can find more of me uh, at Robert and Cheek on all your social media. Uh, make sure you check out robertandcheek.com where you can find links to my political blog, news website, and the books which are available on Amazon. Buy those books. Thank you. Uh, and new book. Uh, plan is for the new book to be out in June. Uh, for those of you who are looking for the old book, uh, still working on the physical copy of it. So we're going to try to get that out in short order. Uh, now that... Uh, a lot of the busyness has passed. I think we should uh, work on that cover and get the... Uh, the problem is this. We have everything designed. Everything is perfect. And then I tried to upload to four different sites, and all of them said, hey, we have a little bit different requirements for the cover size, so can you go in and change it by 15, uh, 30 seconds of a, uh, an inch? And like, fuck yourself. What are you doing? Speaking of which, I saw in, uh, on TimeHop uh, within the last couple of days, we, mm-hmm. we had the... Uh, was the anniversary of the Oh, the Anthem Retreat Oh we, yes, where we worked out a lot of like things. We haven't done that since, so yeah, we, should we don't have do to that. do the retreat part, but we can do the like let's figure out a whole bunch of shit. Were you and I both thing. dating different girls at that time? No, I no. was. Yeah, you were not. Okay, so it wasn't that long ago then. Yeah, I mean it was within the last four years. Yeah. Well, also, yeah. Uh, one thing I've seen is uh, a lot of reminders that uh, you should just go out and make something. And guys, guess what? We went out and made something. Yeah, Heretics. It's available on YouTube. Go watch it. It's good fun. Uh, and support your uh, support us. You can also, f- again, find them. By the way, the, the number of people I show that to on set, and yeah. they're just like, you know, like, oh, how many people do you have work on that? I'm like, three. three. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, no way. And one like, of those yeah. you shot by yourself, didn't you? No, no, the one you did in Laura's apartment, she was there too. I couldn't yeah. come up because you could get it right, on right, Wednesday right. night. But Yeah. So that was two people. Yeah. 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 Skeleton crew. Yeah. Still got it done. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> uh, you know what I was thinking, though, for that? We should do an explainer video. That's just like, a- before you watch this, here are the rules of the universe. And not like yeah. us talking to camera, but like, uh, I've been doing these presentation videos where I just do the presentation and do voiceover over it. And I've gotten so much more done at work because I like, instead of having a 30-minute presentation to the bosses... I do a five-minute presentation video, send it to them, and then I get a bunch of questions in written format yeah. that I can reply to. And then three weeks later, when they forget we've talked about it, I can go back and be like, no, no, see, you said it was good. I could go ahead and do it. Here it is, right here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, instead uh, of getting that answer. Fucker. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, go watch Heretics, and uh, we need to work on more stuff. We're going to try to work on something. We should work on stuff. It's yeah. summertime. Let's go shoot something. All right. Yeah. Well, I think we've done good here today. Oh, well, now... <laughs> Uh, we've done something. I don't know if it's good. <laughs> uh, but as always, you're listening to the OD Anthem podcast, part of the OD Anthem digital network. For Corey, this is Rob. Have a good week, everybody. The thoughts and opinions of Roberto Arzond. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, wait, wait. Should we say, uh, if you want to go follow Roberto for all your, uh, you know, that kind of stuff, RTO